A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. Here are your hosts, Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Betsy. Good morning, Dan. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> I was going to make a joke about we record the show. Yeah. And we went through a whole show open and I happened to look down and I had never hit record on the recording equipment. So I was going to make a joke about yeah, that. Yeah, that's happened to you a number of and times. And then I thought, yep, Betsy will make that point uh-huh. and maybe I shouldn't. So I paused uh-huh. with the intent of not talking about it. And then so I talked then about it anyway. Sounded like a nope. <laughs> yep, I did. Dead air. There's nothing worse. I know. There's nothing worse. I like mm. to fill. I like to fill all silences and voids in a conversation yeah, with know. noise. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we mm-hmm. we've noticed that. That's huh? why you just talk. I do. Uh huh. Anyway, we're yep. back from the Home and Garden Show last yep. weekend. That was right. a lot of fun. We were in Grand Rapids, met a lot of people, mm-hmm. talked to a lot of people, and actually made a few recordings. We did. And we're going to highlight those today. We're going to play them. We're going to be talking. to to Nick Hybor from Hybor Landscaping. Yep. And we're going to also be talking to Phil Steginga from West Michigan Heating and Air Conditioning about yeah. a free tune-up that you can get that really is a free tune-up if yeah. you're a Sumco Energy customer. Right. If you're a Sumco Energy customer, you really don't want to miss that segment because it will save you a lot of money. But right now, we're in the studio with two interior designers, Kim Zolper of Kim Zolper Interiors and Nancy Von Inns from NV Interiors. Welcome, ladies. Thank Thanks you. So today, I want to talk about gray because it is, I think it's taken over the beige world. We don't see as much beige. I think everybody just, I have to have gray. It's the popular thing. And as much as I sometimes hear, oh, gray's on its way out, we still sell an awful lot of gray paint. I want to get your opinions on gray because your interior designers, do you use gray like everybody else does? I do use gray. Um, You use gray because that's what is so heavily marketed and that's what people see that's what people can understand what it's Mm going to look like and I think when people are doing design um, they want to do things that they can envision Mm -hmm. so gray is safe and easy for that reason right but see and I think that part of it is they feel like by doing gray that they are doing a little bit of a color they are Mm -hmm. pushing themselves a little bit I think is that's my opinion on yeah. it. You know, we've had all the safe colors before, the tans sure. and the beiges. And that, you know, that is a color too, but it's so played. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, when they make that switch, they're switching to gray and they feel like they're really stepping outside yeah. of the box in a way, mm-hmm. but in a very safe way. Mm-hmm. But man, there's other ways. <laughs> there's other boxes. There's other directions. Well, and I usually, I don't know what you guys think, but I run into an awful lot of people who it's, it's a light gray. It's not dark gray. It's not charcoal gray. It's pale gray. Mm-hmm. Do you have the same things you run into people talking about that? Um, I see the gray tones um, as more of a neutral, mm-hmm. just like the tans and beiges. It's just gone to the gray um, tone. So I think building color on top of it really helps with making it interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of it just being a very plain palette, I think you can build on it. You can do soft tones like the pinks, or you can go as bold as navy. Um, and I do think that it needs it. Um, we need a little life and color in our houses. Um, 
and Nancy and I have talked about this before, uh, Western Michigan is gray. Yes. Six months out of the year. Yes. So. Yeah. A lot of the days are very gray and depressing. And <laughs> it's just so funny to me that that's the, that's the big color right. um, here in the Midwest. I mean, uh, yeah. I think across the nation it is, but just for us to latch on to it so tightly and it's like, that's all we see this time of year. So yeah, adding color is definitely, you know, what both Kim and I are encouraging color our, our clients to do. Does the client come with the color and the idea and the direction and they just need you to help fine tune it? Or do they come with a blank, blank slate and say... You know, I'm going away for the weekend. I want to come back and it's crazy. <laughs> you know, wh- how much freedom do you have as interior designers in the process? Or I guess I'm assuming it varies by person, but what's the general? Uh, I would say it, it varies by the client. Um, you know, if it's a new construction, the house was just painted, you're probably not going to change all of the walls in the house. You might add some color here and there, but. At that point, you're probably going to be working with the gray. All right. So, with that said, when you do have the option to start from scratch, how much gray do you want to work with? Um, Usually, I try not to. Okay, that's (laughs) what I wanted to get at. You know, because there are other ways to go. And why don't you want to work with so much gray? Because I'm tired of it. It feels predictable. Why did you hire me? I feel the exact same way. And a lot of times, I'm working on remodels, so I'm having to have to work with golden oak floors Mm -hmm. and um, pine floors that are existing. Gray is just not the right tone to go with something like that. So we really have to find something that, um, like uh, Lancaster Whitewash is a great Mm -hmm. tone. I love using that one because it's just kind of a fresh, clean, neutral. Um, but with gray, I, I try to avoid it myself. Um, they've come out with more complementary tones and colors and accessories and uh, other fabrics to help kind of make have the gray make sense, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, color trends, they usually have a color trend that takes about 15 years. Yeah. So grays started probably about 15 years ago. Thomas O'Brien really announced a lot of the neutral tones, uh, earth tones. And the trend over time, the trend goes up to a point where it hits the main market. Mm-hmm. So with the the exclusive designers where it starts with the really high end, it will take about 10 years, but it does circle around. And that's where you can find complementary tones mm-hmm. and a lot of merchandise because they've realized it, the general population has grasped that tone. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're at now. Yes. It is. Yes. So what would you say to the listeners out there? Or more specifically to me, who <laughs> I don't want to work. I've got you know a project that we're starting. What color do I go with? I want to work. You know, get away from gray. How do you encourage people to break out of that if they're nervous about going to new colors? Well, just like gray is a color that we see, you know, half of the year. Mm-hmm. You could think of other colors that we see. Those are always going like maybe to be happier ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something right. a little more bright and cheery. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, especially in this area, you're close to the lakeshore. You've got really nice um, blues that you could draw from, softer greens, even, you know, 
nice neutral beige tones. Think of like a nice sandy color. Um, I do think with the overplay of gray in the market, you're starting to see gray shifting a little bit warmer mm-hmm. than you know when it first started out. Revere Pewter still works very yeah. nicely with that because there's mm-hmm. quite a bit of beige to it. Right. Um, you know, there's a handful of of those kind of colors that I like to sort of bridge people into. Um, right. The right direction. <laughs> so. And I agree with Nancy that the blues and the greens are great complement colors that start to come in, and the neutrals. Um, are really, it's a lot better to start to drift away from the gray and just have it a really nice neutral that you can build upon, you can add other color into. Um, right now, blue, for me, I have a lot of blue going in homes. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's been a really nice change. Yeah. Um, I, I've found I really like it because you can really work with a lot of other colors that complement with blue. Mm-hmm. So I kind of find blue is my, my trend color right now for people. Well, and I think when it's done well, we've talked about it numerous times when we did the parade of homes, when we went and Mm -hmm. saw the homes, the home that stuck out to us had blue in it, but it wasn't just one blue. It was many blues and the ceiling had blue in it and the chairs were different blue colors and the throws and it was just, it was so different. It was the one house that stuck out to us and it's the one, I mean, that was what? Two years ago that we yeah, went? Two or three years ago. And mm-hmm. it's still in my brain. I can still see because it was so very different. It wasn't well, just it, gray. It wasn't. I think what made it really stand out is we'd been through four other or five other homes that, you know, and we said it a bunch of times, but it's worth saying again, we walked into these brand new homes. The very first one was so pretty. You know, everything was beautiful inside. And it, it had all, Revere Pewter on the wall. It was all gray. Very close. <laughs> no big deal. It was just really well done. Right. We got to the next one. Same thing. You know, a little less because we'd just seen it. But Mm -hmm. we we both commented, wow, the same gray. By the third or the fourth house, I even said, because I am directionally really challenged. (laughs) Yes. But I actually thought we were at one of the other houses we'd already been at. Oh. (laughs) So I made the bold claim, which I've learned with Betsy not to make bold claims when Uh I could be wrong because she will let me know. Oh, yes. I said, we've already been here. And then she showed me a map and showed me how we weren't even close to where we started from. But it looked the same because the colors were the same. Everything felt the same. Mm -hmm. And then we walked into that other house. It was like a breath of fresh air. It was so different just because of the blue and, Mm -hmm. and some of the different colors being used. Kim and Nancy, we're hitting the end of this segment. Can you hang with us over the break and we'll pick it up on the other side? Of course. Absolutely. All right. We'll be back in the studio with Nancy Von Enns and Kim Zolper in just a minute. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. All right, and we're back talking yes. about the dominance of gray mm-hmm. in all of our, well, our lives, it feels like. You know? Yeah, we walk into our homes, and quite often they have gray somewhere gray. in them. Look and- out the window, it's Ooh. gray. But Every now and then we see the sun if we're really, right. really lucky. That's right. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we're in the studio with Kim Zolper and Nancy Von Enns. Let's see here. Nancy, you're from Envy Interiors. That's correct. That's your interior design. Business. Business. 
firm. I keep wanting to say firm. It sounds so cool, doesn't it? It does. I know. <laughs> so elevated. It right, does. right. It, it makes elevated. you think maybe I have a staff of several designers, but it's just me. Do you have a secretary? <laughs> My husband sometimes is. Okay, yeah. That works. There you go. Perfect. And then Kim Zolper from Kim Zolper Interiors. That's really easy to remember. <laughs> yeah. Right? Kim, like do you those? have a staff? Uh, no. Okay. Occasionally, I do have a little bit of help here and there, but for the most part, I am definitely on my own. All right. So, both interior designers, friends, right? Yes. Yes. Which is good, because otherwise oh, yeah. we'd have competitors here dueling it out. <laughs> right. But anyway, we've been talking about the dominance of gray, how mm. gray is everywhere in the decorating right now. And you both talked about how you kind of like to get away from it as much as you can. I thought it was hilarious. Nancy pointed out that we're surrounded by gray six months out of the year. That's in correct. Michigan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we said, well, what other colors could she, could we use? And she said, um, there's six other months of the year that have great <laughs> colors, too. How about pick one of those? Uh-huh. And so that's what we've been talking about is trying to maybe break out of that box. Yeah. So that's what I want to dig into right now. There are a lot of people right now bathed in gray. <laughs> and they're looking at everything around them Outside thinking, in. what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> what do I do now? There's still hope, right? Yes. How do we yeah. work our way or chip our way out of that? Um, Well, I think the easy way is, like we were talking about, just starting to shift our grays to something that has a little bit more warmth to it. There might still be a hint of gray mixed in that color, uh, but it's starting to break that mold a bit. And that doesn't need to be a whole house repaint. No. Right? We can start with a room. We can start with some smaller things. Yeah. I would start, you know... Maybe at the front of the house, work your way back or start. What what do you see the most when you come into the space? That'll have the most impact. So if it's your living room, you walk right into, start there. I definitely think um, that obviously most people are not building new homes. Um, there's a lot of remodeling going on right now. I have a lot of the 1990s mm-hmm. homes um, that are definitely uh, being worked on. You know, it's been 20 years and the cabinets are worn and the floors are worn. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of golden oak, mm-hmm. tons of golden oak. Yep. Um, obviously, I'm just waiting for that to come really bad. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that industry must have, there was a lot of golden oak. Um, and it's actually held up quite well. Um, but uh, you're you're still not going to tear your floors out, and so you know we have to work with remodeling. And sometimes what we want doesn't always work with what we have. Um, so if you really do have a golden floor, obviously a gray is probably not going to be the best choice for that. So really, kind of read your house and what you really need to do. Um, and sometimes I think getting too trendy will be like the golden oak. Oh, that was so, you know, mm, 1990s. Right. The gray will be the 2000s, you know, um, 2000 something, where it's like, oh, yeah, that was dated mm-hmm. back at that point. So but beige I, is perennial, right? Like my house. <laughs> it's just always. Yes. Always. Uh-huh. Cutting so edge. So right. And classic. Oh, white. I white is classic. Yeah. White. Yeah. Well, beige is just beige. I'm afraid what white on the walls. Well, It's yes. going to lighten up the space. I'm going to see a lot more stuff. You'll see like handprints from children. Yes. That's oh why we goodness. use scuff That's yes. right. I was, yes. just, I was just thinking that. That's why we use scuff I just did a whole house in scuff So Hey, we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So does Benjamin cool, Moore. cool stuff, yeah, isn't it? It's fantastic. We talk about it all the time, but I, every time we get done, I say to Betsy, does, was that an infomercial? Did it sound infomercially? But you work with it. Oh, yeah, definitely. With scuff obviously, it's 
it's durable. It's commercial use. So Mm -hmm. the examples that you've given before where you have a luggage case go up against the wall and it leaves a big black streak, it's much more durable when it comes to cleaning up and and just general bumping into. Um, Obviously, you're not going to not dent. (laughs) A dent (laughs) in the wall obviously is not going going to be uh, hidden. But... um, in general, I think you know we need to use the extra products and the different things that are offered out there. Um, it just takes time, a little bit of time to ask. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, with our painters, um, I like to educate them because sometimes they don't know. And I will come back from one of our talks that we've had and give them the literature and mm-hmm. say, "I think you need to check into this," and it helps them. And it helps you at the same time. Um, and I do think it's it's really important that when you have a job quoted, make sure you're very specific with them. Um, I want a Benjamin Moore color this, and I would like Scuff X with this. And so that they're quoting the job appropriately. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, you may have one painter that wants to try to save money and he's going to go to a big box store and try to match the color. Mm-hmm. Um, that I run into a lot of problems if somebody does that. So I have to be very specific. This is the exact brand and type of paint that I want. And I make sure when they show up on the site that they haven't gone off and, mm-hmm. you know, tried to match it on their own with something that may not work. Right. That, that's so. a, a common idea is that mm-hmm. the color match is going to be just the same everywhere. Yeah. And we they saw that. They stick it in a little computer yeah. and it's magic. We saw that with <laughs> ScuffX at the last uh, color and design event yeah. that we did where we did that. We went mm-hmm. around and got a color match to a Benjamin Moore color. I said, here's my Benjamin Moore color. Can you match it in the closest thing to ScuffX? And the color matches some of them. I was stunned. Yeah. When we put the lights on it, we, you know, it kind of looked like the color. And and we didn't notice it was bad until we put it all side by side next to the Benjamin Moore, the original, what it was meant to be. And all these yellows lean towards the green or lean. And if you're a designer and you put everything together or a homeowner who picked everything based on this color, and now all of a sudden, yeah, the yellow doesn't lean warm. It leans towards Mm -hmm. the green side. Everything is off. Yeah. So specify product and color. Yeah. Well, that's all the time we've got for this. So Mm. Kim and Nancy, you're both independent designers. So let's get the contact information for both. Nancy, why don't you go first? Sure. My name is Nancy Von Enns, and my um, design company is NV Interiors. I'm based out of Saugatuck. Michigan. And my uh, phone number is 312-909-2727. You can also reach me at email, nancy at nvinteriorsmi.com. Excellent. Kim? I am also from the Saugatuck, Douglas area, and my business is Kim Zolper Interiors. Uh, You can reach me by 630-460-8246 or email at kimzolperinteriors at gmail.com. We'll put all that information in the show notes. Mm -hmm. You can get a hold of either one of these ladies by If you're looking for a change from your gray that you have... Little brightening up of your space. Yeah, anything. (laughs) Give them a call. (laughs) We'll put the information in the show notes. Kim and Nancy, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Now, when we come back, if you're a Simcoe Energy customer, you're going to want to tune in because we're going to tell you how you can get a free tune-up that really is free. Absolutely free. That's coming up next. Stick around. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost. 
on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. And we're actually in the past in a way. Yes, we're reliving the past. Yeah, we want to explain a little bit of the background (laughs) noise. We're at the Home and Garden Show. Yeah. But when this airs on our show, the Home and Garden Show is no longer going on. So please don't rush out to Grand Rapids. It's like a time machine. Sorely disappointed. Yes. Anyway, we're getting ready to kick off the Home Show. Mm -hmm. And we happen to walk past a booth, West Michigan Heating and Air Conditioning Services. And they've got a little sign here that says, Ask. Or are you a Semco? I can read. <laughs> are you a Semco customer? Ask us about a free heating tune-up. And there were people here, and I'm a Semco customer. So That's why I, do have, I caught your attention. I wanted to know about this. What is this free heating tune-up? So we're sitting here in their booth with Phil Steginga, President, CEO, Head Honcho, right? Somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> Somewhat. Uh, winding West, down Head Honcho. Oh, winding down Head <laughs> Honcho, handing it off. Uh, West Michigan Heating and Air Conditioning. You guys are family owned. Owned. Family owned. Yep. You run that with your kids? Yep. I have two boys that work for me. My oldest son, Steve, is the general manager. And my uh, second son, Scott, is a sales manager. All right. All right. So what do you actually do? Do you just sit around and point? <laughs> I've kind of gotten to that point, yes. <laughs> well, you know what? That's your privilege. That's exactly what I, I, I grew them just for this. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Wow. That's why Dan has so many kids. That's I do. Exactly. I, I've got all of this lined up. And, you know, I've got so many because I'm banking on at least one of the five has to be successful enough to carry me into my golden years. They pick right? your nursing home. Remember yeah. that. That's what my brother always tells my parents. He says, I will buy, I will put you in the best nursing home your money can buy. That's not, That's not very nice. <laughs> so anyway, talk to us about this, this free heating tune-up. Is this just some, some nice thing you do? How no, did this, this come is, about? Actually, uh, this started seven years ago probably was the beginning of this thing. About that time, the gas company and the electric company started putting a few dollars uh, on your bill every month, Mm -hmm. and that included the gas and electric company putting out some rebates and stuff like that for you to improve the efficiency of your equipment and okay. stuff. Okay. Oh. So what this is, is just the keep spinning off into different things. Now they're asking us to do tune-ups on people's furnaces to get more energy efficiency mm-hmm. out of them. Uh, check the efficiency from when we started the service for them to when we end that service call. We actually have a printout that shows the efficiency gain that can be accomplished by that and exactly how efficient their furnaces is. And also, it's a check, a service check, a safety check, I should call it, okay. to make sure that there's no carbon monoxide or anything in your house. And if there is, we well, even if there isn't, you're going to get two free carbon monoxide detectors with our service call. Oh, wow. So all of that, I guess the thing that's hard to, it's all free? It's all for I'm already paying for it in a way. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Technically, that's exactly true. But I'm paying for it whether I get it or not. It's true. Yeah. So I might You've as well get pay, it. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to say, Dan, you didn't use the service, so we're giving you money back. That won't happen. <laughs> but shoot. I would love that. <laughs> and they've been doing this for how many years now? Well, the... The rebate program has been going on for seven or eight years, maybe nine years, um, quite a while. But each year they evolve to do some different things. Simcoe Gas uh, actually uh, has asked us now to take 85 customers Mm -hmm. and do these uh, comprehensive tune-ups is what they're called. 
and it, we go in and spend an hour or hour and a half there and we do a lot of testing on everything and like I said we uh, uh, tune everything up to make sure it's running at its peak performance that it's possible to do and then we do a carbon monoxide uh, test on the home too to make sure there's no carbon monoxide. And then the two, there's two, two carbon, carbon monoxide, monoxide detectors yep. that we get. Yep, we leave those with the homeowner. We advise them to put one in a bedroom uh, somewhere and the other one should go in the basement, maybe in the mechanical room or something okay. like that. And what is the cost if someone didn't get this for free from you now? What was the normal cost on something like this? Well, that it would be over $300 for that same tune-up. Wow. Um, with the carbon monoxide detectors. Yeah, yeah. So that, that package is worth over $300 if it was um, done with our service mm -hmm. department just normally. Wow, that is a huge savings. So it really, I mean, okay. So I've been a part of things, well... What is it? Is it a condo timeshare thing? Like it seems okay, like a good yeah. deal, right? And then then you got to sit there true. and you got to listen. <laughs> is this? It's not that, right? You're not going to sell them something. When the time's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We aren't going to stay any longer than we we need to to get our work done. Um, we did the same thing on a pilot program with Simcoe last year, and one of the biggest issues we had was actually. Having people believe that it was actually free. Because it seems too good it to be true. It seems too good to be true. We actually had one of our own customers that we called up and said, hey, we've got this program we'd like you to take. And he said, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then he said, you pay us every year to do your tune-up. You know, this is right. just giving you one for free. Nope, not going to do it. So <laughs> we actually gave him about an hour, and then we called him back and said, are you sure? And he said, okay, if it's not, a, if it's not fake, I'll take it. You know? Because it seems like there should well, be strings attached. Three hundred dollar value, and it's free. Strings attached to everything, right? You know, I mean, the kids ask me something, and there's strings attached. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, of I get a present, and there's strings attached. <laughs> right. There's always something. But the string there's, is there's only eighty five of them. Is that correct? Is that what you we said? We have eighty five of them to do right okay. now that they've given us. Um, so yeah, once those are gone, then I don't know for sure. We're hoping that we'll get more to do, mm -hmm. um, but there's no promise to that. So they. Do, we have do we do have 85 certificates so is there a time limit or is it just it is. burn it's, it up before it's before the um, 85 are gone but there's a time limit yeah the end of april end it of april has okay. to be done before the end of april so and how do they schedule that and get that going well the best way to do it is to call our office and uh, we're located in hudsonville and i can give you that phone number is 669-3961 and either Brenda or Jason will probably answer the phone there. They run Those the, are your sons? No. Nope. Oh, Brenda and Jason. <laughs> and Jason are not my sons. <laughs> no. Um, Jason is the service manager. Brenda is the office manager. Gotcha. So they Makes will way more take that, that information, yeah. and um, Jason then will get on the phone with you or call you back and set a time up when we're going to be in the area. So what he usually does is he'll take a... Uh, area where we can spend a day or two within a you know a couple of mile area so we aren't traveling so far sure back and forth. just get a bunch while you're out yep. there try to so it takes some coordination on his part to get that done but uh it takes about an hour hour and a half is the maximum so. and if they've already got other people that have done the heating and cooling those people aren't necessarily doing this free tune-up offer that's right true that's true and it doesn't hurt to bring you in you're not you're just going to come in tune up the, the tune equipment up. 
going to report. Point out anything that might be an issue. Yeah. And we report the results to, back to the gas company. We have to turn in all of the paperwork so they can check to see when our tune-up, the efficiency when we began the tune-up and when we finished the tune-up, what we've gained in efficiency. And that information then is used for their planning for the future steps. Gotcha. Are there people who are better candidates for this? Like, you know, if they just had their heating and cooling done a year ago or two years ago, updated, it, you know, is this something they want to do? Or if you have an it's, older system, it's better? Well, this the efficiency tune-up... Um, if, the, if you've just had something installed, mm -hmm. that's probably going to be running at better efficiency yet. Okay. Uh, as the years go by, things change and stuff, mm -hmm. so that would be better. But, you know, two or three or four years old, that's okay. definitely a candidate for that. The safety inspection is something that anybody with a 10-year-old or older furnace would want to get done anyway on an annual basis. Mm -hmm. um, carbon monoxide, you, you can't see it, you can't smell right. it. And, um we found uh, lots of heat exchangers that were cracked, uh, severely cracked, through the program we did with them last year. And that's a lifesaver then. Right. So. And it's all free. Free. You've got till the end of April. Yes. And you need to call, what's the number again? The office phone number is 669-3961. And you guys can give them more information if they have questions. More than happy to do that. All the right. only thing we really need from the homeowner uh, when we get there is we need to have a copy of their gas bill. And we have to uh, make a copy of that or we take a photo of it and then we send that in with our report. All right. And they just sign a, sign a card that says we were there and actually did the work and then we go away. And so Couldn't I'm a Semco customer. All I need to do is call and have my paperwork. Have your paperwork ready, and uh, we're ready to go. All right. Phil Steginga from West Michigan Heating and Air Conditioning Services. Thanks for letting us in invade your booth. Invade your booth. <laughs> I was trying to think of a smarter way to say it. But we're I came really up with just nothing. an invasion. Yeah. Not yeah. quite as good as the British invasion. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate you stopping by. Well, there you go. That's the first of our little segments from the road. Yes, the very first one of our trip back in time. And after the break, you're going to hear the interview that we did with Nick Hybor of Hybor Landscape Maintenance talking about his super cool display at the home show. I cannot get over it. That's next. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back. I'm we Dan are. Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. And if we sound a little bit strange, it is because we are actually recording this segment from the Home and Garden Show. And yes, we know by the time you all hear this, it will have been past. It's a thing of the past, if you will. <laughs> but we wanted to do this one out here because we're going to do something a little unique and we're looking at something unique and very unique really in order to do it justice i felt like we had to be actually standing here so we could talk about all the components and since betsy's bossy she gets what she wants right <laughs> exactly <laughs> i always do um across from our booth at the home and garden show there was this really cool garden display that just people flocked to it was incredible every time i looked mm -hmm. over there Tons are tons of people bunches of people standing there and it's a grain silo gazebo sorts and if you came out to the show you know exactly yep. what i am talking about it was the display of high bore landscaping is that correct nick yes that's correct and this is nick 
from Highbor Landscaping. Thanks for uh, joining us early this morning. Good morning, guys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, so tell us about this, because this is the craziest thing. I have ever seen. I mean, it's all about repurposing, right? Correct. Yep. This year's theme, our garden title is Repurposed Retreat. And in our garden this year, we repurposed a bunch of items, including an old grain bin, which, which we turned into a gazebo. And um, yeah, so it's an 18-foot uh, Stormore grain bin, and we uh, did some metal work to it and turned it into a classy gazebo. And it's got all these cool little cutouts. I'm assuming that you had to go in and do those by hand, because I'm assuming it didn't come like this. No, it did not come <laughs> like this. It came straight off a farm. And uh, yes, we came in with a with an angle grinder, and we uh, we did all the all the metal work ourselves. I'm pretty proud of it. I have to say, the roof on this thing is like perfectly aged. I mean. I was assuming that you had done something to it to get it to be so perfect looking. Right. Yeah, it is. It is a great piece. I mean, I, I could not have fallen into a, a better a better example of what I wanted to show down here. I mean, it's a it's got a perfect patina to it, and uh, uh, it's just rusted enough to make it look authentic and beautiful. And it seems like everything in this display looks like it has been repurposed. I mean, you have a repurposed table, or at least it looks older. You have a repurposed garden bed. What is that garden bed that I'm seeing? It's like all these little pieces of wood that you have made a raised garden out yep. of. Yeah, so it's it's basically a couple planter boxes made out of pallet wood. Uh, oh. Pretty simple. I mean, it's uh, for the show, we did not line it, but you'd have to line it and, uh, and treat it to okay. uh, to make it last yeah. in, in real life. So we've also got uh, an old fuel tank that we cut in half to, to use as a planter as well. Oh, that's what that is. Yep. I wondered what that was. Yeah, you I didn't even see that. <laughs> I figured it was like a water thing for from yep. cows or something. Right. So an old fuel tank and uh, the table you were talking about, I made that for my kids two, three years back. It's an old barn door that uh, oh, we flipped up into a table. Yeah. And that is cool. Then I uh, built a fire table out of uh, old windows. And um, yeah, so yeah, just a, a number of things in here. And then the, the, the piece that everybody kind of talks about is the chandelier, which is uh, wine bottles hanging from a couple, uh, couple, of, uh, couple of ladders up, yeah. in, up in the ceiling. So yeah, that everybody comes really to take cool. a look at that. Well, so yeah. Cool. And you know, I have have collected wine bottles and bottles in general there are some really cool looking ones out there and i've always collected them but i never knew what to do with them sure. and this is a great idea well thank you i appreciate it it was uh it was kind of uh my dream to do something like that and i i uh I put it together, and uh, it, it turned out great. I'm really happy with the result. Yeah, it's really cool. Tell me how you got the bottoms off of those bottles. Oh boy, that's <laughs> that's been a that was a process. Uh, I, I I first went to the, the you know uh, today's encyclopedia YouTube and. Right. Uh, uh, tried a couple different methods, but what what worked was uh, using a car battery and wire and cl uh, cl connecting the positive to negative, and you know heating up that wire oh. and then dipping it in water, and it, it splits the bottom off. But well, I that probably sounds profoundly safe, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, not recommended. Uh, but uh, it's it, it's I probably had to go through sixty wine bottles to get twenty five good ones. So holy smokes! I guess I will not be doing that anytime <laughs> no. soon. Okay, so you've got all of this display here mm -hmm. was it just for the show or is this the kind of thing that you'll come in and help homeowners figure out a plan like this will you go to these extents with sure. them yeah absolutely so so what we do as a company is i i come in and i'll uh, I'll, I'll consult with somebody and see what what they want out of their backyard and um you know whether it be just a simple planting bed or a Grain, grain bin gazebo. Um, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll come in and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take it from step one and just kind of help them through the process. 
you know, you have taken that farmhouse chic, which is really popular, thanks to Joanna Gaines. You have taken it, like, to the next level. I mean, you've uh, taken you. it outside of our homes and put it out in our backyards in the place where everybody wants to hang out. Sure. Thank you. So where'd the idea come from for this green well, well, the gazebo thing yeah so um i've seen some i've seen some pictures on you know pinterest and other the websites out there and just just seen some pictures of them and i just wanted to put my own little spin on it so um this one you know the the sheet metal comes basically down to a pillar which uh gives it a real classy you know a real classy feel you know it's, mm-hmm. it's it like you said it's a farmhouse chic feel yeah it for sure is now if people saw things because you know everybody goes to pinterest for all of their ideas nowadays yeah, sure. i mean that's where just what we do if somebody came to you with ideas of something like this or you know maybe slightly less complicated sure is that something that you could then help them with that they came to you and said hey i'm looking for something like this yes is that something you do absolutely yep no we we take it from i mean we do everything from patios retaining walls planting beds to just if you want a, a fresh coat of wood chips you know our, our company does does all that stuff so um yeah so i uh, i have a design program that i can put it on the computer and uh you know we um yeah we, we basically take it from from step one that is absolutely incredible and the materials at your disposal are just well yeah i want to talk about the pavers because there's the there's these pavers that we actually thought were old wood yeah i told my we, mom they were old barnwood i said i don't know how they got them to look so good and they're like rounded on the edges and they look perfectly <laughs> like old and i don't they must have sandblasted some barnwood <laughs> and well, then come to find out they're concrete right right so it's <laughs> incredible what can be done with concrete these days these pavers um are from a co- company called rochester and they're they're just beautiful and the detail is just incredible they're textured even on the sides and you can see um like the rings for a tree even i mean it just they are the coolest thing because i've seen things similar but i never seen anything that was this believable sure no i i was completely yeah (laughs) we're gonna have to put some pictures in the show notes of these because it is unlike anything i've ever seen i really thought it was repurposed <laughs> right right it's got to be a lot of fun going to somebody's house and taking that backyard space sure. and turning it into something like this sure that's that's my favorite thing about what i do i i love i love creating things out of uh you know if, if someone has a, a dream of what they want I, I love to help them create that dream that's that's really what i'm passionate about and that's what that's what i enjoy doing so Nick, if any of our listeners out there want to get in contact with you to come, have you come out and do some work, look at their backyard, maybe build them a really cool gazebo. Absolutely. How do they get in contact with you? So you can go to our website. Uh, our uh, contact information is on there. On, on there Hyborlandscape.com. Uh, H-E-Y-B-O-E-R for you non-Dutch folk out there. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's... Uh, um, or you can contact our office at uh, 877-4077. And roughly how far do you go in the West Michigan area? Yeah, we travel basically from Kalamazoo up to Traverse City. We have a oh, wow. um, we have a place up in uh, just about 30 minutes south of Traverse, and we've done some work up on Traverse and Torch Lake. And so, you know, we do have a place to stay when we go up there, and that's <laughs> which is kind of nice. But uh, That makes it easier. Absolutely right. So. All right. Nick Hybor, thanks so much for taking time with us this morning. Good. Hey, thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me on. And there you go, Betsy. It's over. Mm-hmm. The blink of an eye. It's just gone, and that's it. A whale goes up around the nation, <laughs> and perhaps even the world. Maybe. But don't fear, folks. We'll be back next week. Of course we will. And don't forget, if you want to listen to this one again, you can find it online, along with a ton of other great episodes. Oh, yes. And a couple real, real losers. <laughs> 
All online at repcolite.com. Check them out. And while you're there, check out the form on our homepage. If you're looking for a contractor in our area, then fill out that form, send it in, and we will get you the names of people who can help you with all of your painting needs. Yeah, whatever you're looking for, find that at repcolite.com. I'm Dan Hanson. And I'm Betsy Thompson. Remember, if you're about to lose your DIY sanity, we can help you fix that crazy. And we'll help you slog your way, if that's what it takes, out of the gray that you've painted your entire home with. We'll help you get to a point where it feels a little happier, a little brighter, a little sunnier, like the weather outside, right? We're getting there. We're getting there. (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) 